This is Truth Be Told. Hey everyone, and welcome to Truth Be Told. We're so excited you're joining us. We're going to jump right into today's episode, and we're going to be talking about disappointment. Now, before you tune out, I want you to just try to tune in because there's going to be lots of encouragement here for you today. But I just wanted to chat with you ladies, and I was hoping you could maybe share a moment when you dealt with disappointment, whether it was in your career or with relationships or loss. Like, for me, I struggle a lot with setting lofty expectations on myself and for my future. So I'm a huge dreamer, and I I have these ideas, and I expect uh, my life to look like a certain way by Mm. a certain age. And Mm. um, it's been something I'm struggling with right now, just hitting um, another year in my life and all these milestones. It's kind of like... Huh, like it's not going as I expected. And so I really struggled with this disappointment because it wasn't how I wanted it to turn out. It's been better in so many ways, but I'm really learning like I'm not, I don't have a solid set career. And so dealing with that aspect and being like, okay, like I don't have all my ducks in a row and I thought I would by 29. And I'm like, oh, I don't. And I feel like I'm still in that place of like trying to like, move forward and I think it's just like letting go of expectations Mm -hmm. on myself and Mm -hmm. I'm like oh by the time I'm 29 like I'm gonna have all this stuff and I'm gonna feel this way my life's gonna be this Mm -hmm. huge success and then I'm like it's definitely different and I'm very thankful it is but it's still like being nicer to myself and letting go of that expectation and disappointment and like that self-condemning uh mind game I play with myself. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. Like when I turned 30, I I remember that was a big year for me because I always wanted to be on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. And I say always, that's not actually true. But like when I was 15, I learned that it was a real thing. I was like, so when on my 30th birthday, my husband had, um, he had someone on our team. I have a design uh, studio. He had someone on our team make me a Forbes cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well done, Travis. Well done, well done babe. But, <laughs> but I mean, it, it really was still just like, it's still a reminder like, oh, I didn't do that and I never will do that. But... Um, but I'd absolutely relate. Like, I think yeah. for for me, most mm-hmm. of the disappointment in my life has been just having, being overly optimistic or going out on a limb and trying things and then not having them be well-received or even understood or just successful or this is what I'm known for. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm still figuring that out. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's my brand? But I'm just yeah. <laughs> oh You're doing great. Well, it's comforting, too, because a lot of times it's easy to kind of see everyone else in this light and being like, oh, well, you have a company and, like, all these things align. Like, they look like they align, but, like, I haven't seen the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and, like, stopping that comparison game is, like, I think a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest one. Um, I feel like a broken record when I talk about disappointment, like the things I'm disappointed in right now, but it's totally in line with what you guys are saying too. Like I'm 29 and I thought my life would look totally different by now. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. But, like, you know, and it's like, yeah. I have a great life. Um, yeah. but just certain things that you thought you would have by 29 or like yeah. certain things that you like desire right now like yeah it's it is disappointing when you wake up and you're like I 
don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah. Sorry. Like, no, it's um, okay. I feel like I'm emotional all the time. No. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Well, because you want to know what it is. It's like, I can totally relate. It's like okay, when you you're kind of like casting a vision for your life. You're just kind of mm. like okay, well, this is I'm just throwing it out there, and it takes a lot of courage, and I think vulnerability to just say hey this is what I want and I'm putting it out there do you know what I mean especially when you're sharing it with people and and now it's like oh my gosh now people know what's in my heart or what Mm -hmm. I desire and now it's like when it doesn't actually manifest when you Mm -hmm. when you've actually put it out there sometimes it could be like oh my gosh now are people gonna look at me and be disappointed with me and then there's all these other things that come with it but I don't know I feel like I anytime I've said that I wanted to do something and it actually didn't happen, I realized I actually didn't want that thing or yeah. need that thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it wasn't the right timing for yeah. me to have it. That's and then so when it actually happened, it was like, oh my goodness, had I gotten this thing that I thought that I wanted yes. that I was so disappointed about in that moment, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Like yeah. I wouldn't have been yes. able to do the right thing with it, yeah. you know? So I don't know, like it, it's, it's a hard thing when you're going through it, but I feel like there's always hope for it because mm-hmm. until yeah. you're like dead and gone, you know, and you're alive and beating, like there's hope for whatever it is that you're dreaming about or that mm-hmm. you want. Maybe it's like Forbes 40 under 40, you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> I don't know, like maybe yeah. it's a different age bracket, but it's yeah. not that it won't happen. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? There's yeah. still always that potential that that could very well happen. Yeah. 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 And I think for me, like I relate to like that feeling too, but a lot of times it's just perpetuated by, and I think you brought this up too, like it's perpetuated by it being in my face and not like not comparing myself to other people yeah. is really mm-hmm. difficult, especially when it's like a day to day thing. Like everyone else I talk to, it feels like every day or like these entrepreneurs who are killing it you know what I mean or people or yeah you know and so I'm like yeah. oh you act well, like yes. you are you are so perspective Thanks, <laughs> but it's like the, it's like you it's like so important to be around people like who like are entrepreneurs yes. and killing yeah. it so you can and feel like, like inspired by them and give yeah. you hope where it's like oh if it can happen for this person it can happen for me and I can learn from this person like I love being around married people because like I hope to be married one day so I'm like I want to learn and just like be around family um so it's like but then it's but then comparison can like so easily seep in where it's like in your face every day people have this and that where yeah it's just like an everyday battle I feel it and some days it's stronger than other days for sure and I think and sometimes though with stuff like marriage and entrepreneurship a lot of times it feels like oh this person did x y and z right and so they got the reward where sometimes it's like what you said, it's just timing. Yeah. yeah. And that's the hardest yeah. part, I think, with disappointment is being like, like not putting it on yourself. Like, I messed up. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. It's funny yeah. that you say that because like you're like, okay, you're looking at someone's life and you're saying, okay, I see them killing it. I see that. But we don't see the come up. Yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We don't see yeah. the moments when they're sitting there and be like, yep, I had that disappointment. Yep. I experienced that. Yep, yeah, I was sad. Yeah, yep, I, I felt like I'm never going to make it. And sometimes yeah. we just see the the happy ending, but we don't see the come up. Yeah. And so I think it's so important true. even for us to remind ourselves of the perspective of like, yeah, maybe we're seeing a glimmer of where we're going to be, but we also can't negate the fact that it didn't come easy for those people. No, it's right. always a process. It is. Yeah. Like exactly, one of my favorite yeah. things is uh, reading people's success stories, especially when their su- success was like later in life and they had like a 
harsh upbringing or like mm-hmm. it was a struggle financially for them like that's always my favorite thing because it's yeah. inspiring and yeah. mm-hmm. it's so yeah. important to surround yourself by people who inspire you and so like one is like Colonel Sanders from KFC <laughs> I don't like I don't like his chicken I love it. Uh, <laughs> this is a sponsor <laughs> I like Raising Kings but um, also not sponsored <laughs> yes <laughs> but preferred but <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't like he didn't have his breakthrough until he was in his 60s and it's like crazy cuz you see this huge legacy that he's created in the fast food world <laughs> and like you see this and you think that it was just something easy or he had the money to like yeah, put into good. it and he had like hardship after hardship after hardship but we don't see that those hardships we see his success mm-hmm. and so we live in a society where we really just focus on the success that people have we don't focus on their journey to success yeah mm-hmm. I love that saying when they say like people who are an overnight success it took them 20 years to get to it (laughs) so it's like they're like you know in the media it's like this overnight success and it's like oh yeah but I've been doing this for 10 years (laughs) so maybe that night lasted for a decade you know and so you just don't see the build-up for it yeah 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 it's so true have you guys ever dealt with disappointment in like specifically like relationships whether it's like friendships or like romantic relationships or and, and how did you navigate that or like overcome it or was it really difficult for you I feel like if you've been alive for any length of time you've experienced <laughs> disappointment in relationships yeah. right I mean are you alive I think I think everyone are you really has living? like my six-year-old daughter has you know experienced um and I think that that's just like the beauty of life is that we just try to get better every single time mm-hmm. and learn from you know our disappointments and I for sure have had people that um I feel like I've let them down or I feel like they've let me down and just Mm -hmm. kind of trying to walk through that disappointment. And I think the, I mean, I am 36, so I'm not in my 20s anymore, but I think not that I've lived that long, but the journey that I've had this far, the thing I'm understanding more and more is like communication is such a big deal because I often find that people who deal with disappointment are those that have unrealistic or unspoken expectations. And so instead of having like um, expectancy, like that something good is going to happen, we have this expectation that we have this definitive picture in mind of Mm -hmm. how things are going to turn out. And when we live our lives with expectancy as opposed to expectations, I think it creates like this fluid this fluid for things to change, you know, and for us to be able to be a little bit more flexible as they go instead mm-hmm. of, no, we didn't miss that yeah, one yeah. thing that I've been dreaming all my like. But I mean, I did the same thing in my 20s. Like, I had it all figured out. I was going to be married at 24. <laughs> I was going to have my first baby at 26. I was, get, you know, and none of that happened. You know, I got married a little bit later on in life. And so I was like 28, and I'm like, uh, where is my husband, you know? And so it definitely didn't go, and I had to, like, that was definitely a process for me, just kind of, all right, I have to, like, learn to let this go and Mm -hmm. not hold on to this. Like, this is my source of happiness, Mm -hmm. this expectation that I have. And and then I, I find sometimes in relationships, like, I get disappointed when people don't meet my expectations. Mm. But sometimes I don't tell them what my expectations yeah. are. Like, I mean, it's like my husband. Read our minds. I'm like, read, read between the lines. And he's like, I don't know what it says. Like, you actually have to tell me because I keep falling short of your expectations because yeah. you're not communicating them to me. And I'm like, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. think over the years I've just gotten better at, at communicating my expectations and trying to live with a sense of expectancy and not like it has to look this way so yeah I had a had a friendship that I had since I was like in like fourth grade all the way up until like I think I was in my early 20s and it was a disappointing moment for me when our friendship broke up because I thought that we could grow Mm -hmm. together and it was it was kind of like we were at a crossroad where you know I wanted to step into something new and I didn't want to do the same things I was doing before Mm -hmm. and I kind of wanted to upgrade my life (laughs) and so uh you know I I had a conversation I wasn't just like hey I don't want to be friends anymore right like Mm -hmm. I I felt like okay well I need to communicate to her like hey you know this is kind of how I want to live my life. This is the kind of things that I want to do and I want to go after, you know, like, can we still be friends kind of thing? And I just remember it was just so uh, difficult because she just didn't want to accept me changing and evolving and growing and maturing. And I had to write like this long letter of just Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like I love you, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately like you're not accepting who I want to be when I become and championing that. And like, like I have to go my separate ways because I don't want to get dragged down, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was a huge disappointment for me because being a friends with someone since you're like in fourth grade, like there's so many transitional things that happen in life. And I mean, of course you don't think of a friendship and you think, okay, an end to it. You obviously want them to be a part of your Mm -hmm. life. But I knew I had to make a definitive choice in that moment because I felt like she was, she was the kind of person that if I kept being around, it would be kind of like criticizing and trying to draw me into like bad decisions. And so, um, it was very difficult. I remember I cried for like probably like a good week or so because it was just very very sad for me but um it ended up being the best decision of my life and she actually reached out to me recently on social media yeah and we're just kind of stirring up a conversation again and and um, I'm in a different perspective and different place in life so I feel like also too I feel a lot more confident and stronger to be an influence as opposed to be influenced yeah does that make sense yeah 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 I totally understand what it's you're amazing. saying with going through a breakup with a friend because I that's something I never really went through. I remember in like a previous episode, I was like, I kind of just like friendships have just kind of grown apart. Yeah. And so I went through that kind of recently and I was shocked because I thought like as you age, like people mm-hmm. mature too and you're like kind of like moving forward and everything. And so like it was like a really big slap in the face to realize that like, sometimes people don't want reconciliation or communication and like if they're gonna like it's kind of like I had to realize like what was I willing to settle for in terms of like how I was being treated or and like so I ended up being walked over and completely ignored and I was like okay well like let's life assess this if this was any of my other friends would I say like keep that in your life and I would definitely say no like it's it I had to come to terms with like realizing that I needed to let go because if someone like kind of like the situation and the negativity of the situation was so heavy on my heart and the person didn't make any effort to like figure it out so I was like okay like let's reassess what mm-hmm. am I willing to settle for yeah. and I kind of just had to be like okay let's rip the band-aid off and like it's not about growing a party was like being 
torn apart because of the situation and like I had to be okay and I spent a week crying about it and like my poor husband just heard me verbally process every single step of it and he was like he even reminded me he's like you don't have to settle for friendships because you value the person and he's like he's he's really good at like reminding me like what I deserve and and what I should settle for and so it was kind of like disappointing because I didn't think that's something I would have to go through especially with someone I considered as like a close friendship and then realizing it's not what it is and it was kind of like there was a good like a good friendship but then at the end of it it was like maybe it was all a facade maybe it wasn't as deep as I thought it was Mm -hmm. and so then it was like just learning to be okay with it and just be like do you know what some people suck sometimes the situation sucks (laughs) and that's okay it doesn't reflect on my value as a person it just Mm -hmm. reflects that that relationship wasn't one for life and it wasn't one I should keep Mm -hmm. around yeah Yeah. I feel like one of my greatest lessons is like hurt people hurt people And I have to keep reminding myself of that because, like, before I was married, like, years and years ago, I was dating someone. And we were together for, like, gosh, like, it was close to a year, I think. And he ended up cheating on me. And I was just like, "Ah, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) But, I mean, in that moment, it was, like, devastating, obviously. Like, you're heartbroken. And, I mean, you feel like your world is, like, caving in on itself. You're... I mean, the the amount of emotions that happen in that, like, in that moment when your whole life kind of feels like it gets torn apart mm-hmm. or turned upside down. And, um, I mean, I don't think there's ever any way around disappointment. Yeah. yeah. That I just yeah. feel like you get wiser and gain better tools yeah. to get through disappointment a little bit less scarred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I walked through something just similar with like cheating in a relationship but even it kind of relates to what I was thinking about when we were talking about friendships and all of that where like a lot of times the disappointment I have when relationships change it's not just like the end of the relationship it's normally like the relationships change because I realize that that person doesn't value me or doesn't respect me in the way that I'm, I'm like wait do I give off some sort of like vibe that I'm not respectable like what I'm not yeah. worth uh, respecting yeah. or you look down on me or yeah. something you know I don't know if that's proud or what or just like I have self-worth <laughs> maybe <laughs> but <laughs> but with you know that kind of thing like being cheated on or um or or even just you know in my life and relationships it's like I grow all the time you know and mm-hmm. and like sometimes we grow in opposite directions and I'm like oh wow they see me as this person I used to be yeah and I'm just not her anymore and like bless her like I was younger I've learned lessons and now I'm advancing and they still see me as that person they're not even acknowledging the growth and so you know sometimes it's just time to be like okay well I'm going over here but the tools I think with dealing with that kind of disappointment are really just having self-awareness and self-value like okay Mm -hmm. well I am I know where I'm going like even if this person doesn't see it and if this person doesn't see it right now or if they never will like I know what I'm worth and I know where I'm going yeah 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 Yeah. it's like you can only really fix yourself yeah you know you can only work on getting better you can never control anyone Mm -hmm. and so you're never going to be able to control if you get disappointed or not Mm -hmm. um but you you do have control over yourself yeah you know and that's I love that because we can get better at that always. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? That like, and if, yeah. 
well, like that, you know, you're only responsible for you. Like I heard yeah. that someone say that. I th- it might have been you, but yeah, just the idea of like, oh, well, I can't change what other people yeah. do, but I'm yeah. only responsible for me. And that's encouraging. Yeah, it is. Because you can, like I said, you can always do better. And if you want to grow, you can always grow. And you can always get better tools. So even though you're going to continually get disappointment, I mean, you just, you grow as a person to be able to get through it better because you're able to control you, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it still sucks. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter which way you slice it, no matter how mature you've gotten, (laughs) like when someone disappoints you, or a situation like it sucks. Like there's mm-hmm. there's no other way to say. It. Yeah, <laughs> it I just think does. along with that, I think that something I want to touch on too is when you when we disappoint when I disappoint people, like yeah. it sucks when you disappoint yeah. people, and yeah. I feel like that's something that's um, been more gripping in my life, like the disappointment that I've caused on people, because mm-hmm. especially in relationships where it's like, oh wow, I really let this person down, and like yeah. you. You can't. We can't live in that what if state of life. But it's like, oh, if I hadn't have done that, or if I had have just communicated better, or val- even me valuing somebody like yeah. as yeah. like yeah, better, absolutely. like I, we our relationship wouldn't be like where it is now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I think that like disappointment in yourself is like something for me that has been. I feel like I'm a lot better at it now, but especially yeah. in my earlier 20s when you're just, like, figuring so much out. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have to have so much grace for myself. And I, like, to, like, learn or recognize that these are moments where I can grow. Yeah. These are moments where, like, I get to choose, like, That's who exactly, I want to yeah. be. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. the next yeah. step is then, like, who do I want to yeah. be going forward? Absolutely. Apologize. And then it's, like, all then once you apologize, it's, yeah. like, then in their hands to accept it or not. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I just yeah. feel like it's, like, an important thing to bring up, too. Like, just, like... If we've been, like, as, if anyone is alive, like, I'm sure, well, again, we've disappointed Absolutely. people, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. totally. oh, how do you navigate that, yeah. you know? And it's true. Like, I love what you were saying because I was thinking the same thing about a disappointment is an opportunity for either parties to grow, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, it it sucks to disappoint people and it sucks to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying earlier, Renee, it's inevitable. And I think the interesting thing about uh, disappointment is I feel like it makes successful things yeah. or things that are good feel even better yeah you and know it can make like relationships even stronger, stronger. yeah you know? exactly it's like two healthy people reconcile yeah. right yeah because yeah. then then there's a, there's kind of a little bit more of a stake in the ground where you're participating in what actually is happening in your life right yeah. like if everything mm-hmm. was just always so amazing all the time you wouldn't necessarily have a value for what it looks like yeah. to have healthy mm-hmm. relationships yeah. or yeah. have great career opportunities totally. right and so yeah. i think it helps to humble you <laughs> and like yeah. uh, creates just better value for yeah. when when things do happen. Yeah. I, think like, I, yeah, I think people like also when they look at other relationships, if they're like, I know a couple people where they they know people and there's like no conflict in their marriage because one person constantly rolls over and lets mm-hmm. the other person mm-hmm. run around, and I'm like, but they're avoiding like even though conflict is scary and having hard conversations is can be really sucky. I would much rather have friendships go deeper because mm-hmm. we've had those conversations mm-hmm. yeah. instead of it being this surface level, mm-hmm. like, kind of friendship where, like, we just don't talk about, like, what the other person did to yeah. like, bother us or hurt us. And, like, n- avoiding that authenticity and that vulnerability that, like, 
only mm-hmm. real relationships can grow in. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen those YouTube videos of people who um, put their color blinds and then they oh, put yeah. glasses on that lets them see color? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I pull yeah. my eyes out. No. And, and it's always it's like so older dudes oh. that are like, look like lumberjacks and then they're, they're like crying. It's amazing. It's like that though, like, right? Living, like if your relationship yeah. never goes, like living yeah. in the black and white, like you... Unless you experience pain, you never truly know what beauty is, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it's exactly. like, it's like I always am reminded of that. It's like, so you can live a monotone life and never really, like, experience it if you don't yeah. choose to. But, mm-hmm. like, then when you put those glasses, it's just so much sweeter and so much richer when you take the time to, you know, invest and have hard yeah. conversations yeah. And, yeah. and hold on when you really don't want to hold on. It's true. Yeah. 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 You have to let go because disappointment can be literally like bondage like Mm -hmm. it literally you can be imprisoned in disappointment you know especially when you're going through like really difficult circumstances where you feel overwhelmed or you feel like you don't know the way out or Mm -hmm. maybe you don't feel like Mm -hmm. you have a support system but the worst thing you can do is allow that to imprison you and the best thing that you can do is be honest with yourself and how you're feeling like really just embrace if you have to go through a process of grieving, like allow yourself to yeah, grieve yeah, whatever loss true. it is. Feel and the think, feels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, we're living in a day and age where mental health is a real problem for people. It's like, we, I think, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I could go on this tangent. Like I can be like mm-hmm. a grandma about disconnection. You know, it's like, we, we have to stay connected to how we're feeling. We have yeah. to stay mm-hmm. connected with people, have people in our lives so that we can actually process the emotions that go with it. And it's okay. Like it's okay yeah. Yeah. to yeah. feel disappointment. Like it's yeah. okay to feel disappointment. Yeah. It's okay to, to be sad and grieve through that, but don't live in that place. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't live in that place. I feel like yeah. you could even speak to like the disappointment of losing someone. Yeah. Because you have yeah. probably on a more profound level than any yeah. of us. I lost my brother when I was 16 years old in a very horrific car accident with four other friends and two of them were childhood friends of ours so it was like losing three people at once mm-hmm. and it really hit our town like really really hard because they were just so loved in our community and it hit us really hard as a family. You know in, in the same uh, you know kind of time frame I lost my father too mm-hmm. not not and death but he actually cheated on my mom and so it really broke our family so wow. I lost my brother and then and then I lost my dad and so it was it was a huge disappointment in my life and I had a lot of questions and I think yeah. the best thing for me was surrounding myself with people that would listen that had compassion that had understanding and just a safe place where I could just you know, if I wanted to scream, I could scream. If I wanted to mm-hmm. yell, I could yell and, and I could express how I was feeling. And I went to counseling, which counseling is great, guys. Like, mm-hmm. go to counseling. Go to yeah. therapy. There's nothing wrong with you if you yeah. need counseling or therapy. Like, do it. It yeah. is the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you pr- pretty much pay someone to listen to you talk, so it's great. <laughs> but, you know, and I so, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Come on. <laughs> and so it, it was really, really helpful to get the tools that I needed yeah. to process grief because, yeah. you know, no one ever gives you a guidebook to how to process and everyone processes loss mm-hmm. very differently. And it really affected me so bad. I mean, I suffered from depression and anxiety yeah. and it's because I was compiling it and I yeah. wasn't going through the process. And when you don't actually deal with disappointment, 
other things will jump on top of it. Yeah. Like shame, like fear, like anxiety, like depression. And then you'll find that you're wearing all these things on you that now you have to dig and you have to uproot. So like, that's why I'm so passionate about like getting help Mm -hmm. and and talking Mm -hmm. to someone about it because you'll get through it a lot sooner. Yeah. I feel like you're just like a walking testimony for that though. Because Mm -hmm. like, she genuinely you don't walk around like a victim of disappointment mm. yeah. you've like you you can't even oh, tell <laughs> unless you know her that she's like dealt with that level of disappointment in her life and I think that's like such a testimony Aww. to the fact that you dug in deep and really really healed yeah. as much yeah. as you can yeah. Yeah, from those of kind of situations you know of and, course yeah. and like that's the thing it's like I think sometimes people think okay you know when you lose someone like it, it still doesn't hurt you know mm. and yeah. and and people out there like be kind because Mm -hmm. it could be 10 years later and someone could have a moment where they're they're just sad and and let them feel that way and and be there for them and I think the important thing is exactly what you said is getting as much healing as you can and walking through that process and it can be difficult but it's so rewarding and had I not walked through that process Mm -hmm. of healing I wouldn't have been able to receive love like I wouldn't have been able to receive Mm -hmm. my husband because I would have been blocked off Mm -hmm. from fear of thinking oh my gosh well what if I get married and and then something happens to Mm -hmm. him do you know what I mean and so Mm -hmm. there's just so many other things that you don't even realize down in the in the long run of life that can really affect that so I just say go after those things like go after healing like you're saying as quickly as possible and like you're gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember this past week reading. I was just reading in my living room, like I do every single morning. There was nothing different about it, and I just like had this overwhelming sadness that I miss my grandma. Mm-hmm. And because she's probably her and my grandpa are probably the two people in my life that I was the closest to that I've actually lost in that, like to death, yeah. you know. Um, but I just sat there and cried, and mm. it felt so good. Yeah. Like just because, like I don't know, just. It's been like over 10 years since she passed away, but I just had this thought of her and I was like, I just miss her. Mm -hmm. And I just think that like, it's so important to be okay with not being okay every moment of every day. And like, if you have a moment where you just want to cry because you're disappointed or because you've lost someone or whatever it is, like, it's okay to just do that. Like, you have full permission to feel what you're feeling in a moment. I mean... You don't have full permission for your emotions to rule your life, yeah. but you have full permission to feel them and to, you know, acknowledge them and really so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, honor them. So, yeah, that's yeah. so good. Um, this doesn't have to do with loss. Kind of back to like losing, fr- like friendships growing apart or relationships growing apart. Um, I just remember I... Um, for a long, like, I was in a very on-again, off-again relationship for a very long time, Um, and so it was a lot of ups and downs of disappointment, Mm. excited, disappointment, excited, Um, Mm. and I always, like, my mindset was always, like, oh, he's winning, and I'm losing, and something that was really revolutionary for me was, like, I don't know if I read it or someone told me, but in a relationship, um, like, there's no winner or, like, no, if a relationship ends, like, everyone loses because Mm. it and it like that was so healing for me too where it's like oh like this guy that I just I thought x y and z would happen with um like I had an impact on his life too and I would just sit there like after we would like break up but again and again and again and be like (laughs) like did I mean nothing to him you know it's like you just like go through Mm -hmm. like your own narrative and in your Mm -hmm. head and it's like oh no like I actually had an impact on his life but like now like my right to know that is 
is over. Yeah. Yeah. But I can, like, rest in the fact that, like, he didn't win. Like, he, he thought it was going to go a certain, like, maybe not the exact same way I did, but, like, you know, like, he had expectations, yeah. too, or hopes yeah. or whatever. And same with friendships. Like, when they end or when they fizzle apart, like, I think that, like, we think we're the only ones hurting and grieving mm-hmm. because... The friend, like the relationship is no longer, so we don't get to see mm-hmm. or hear um, like how they're doing anymore. So yeah. you can write this yeah. out your own narrative. Um, and so I just think it's important to know like no one's winning. You know, when yeah. A- yeah. The thing I keep hearing over and over again is that uh, there's a difference between expectation and hope, because I feel like anytime I've set expectations on someone or a relationship, like a relationship or even myself, it was because I. I had pride behind it and like mm-hmm. I deserve this not in like a good way but in a like I need to be better than everyone else or anything else happening and like mm-hmm. I feel like hope is just it's like a deep rooted like no matter what like I have hope that like I am like a successful person I have hope that like I will have my dreams come true and yeah. I have like I feel like people are afraid to have that hope and they're like, well, I'll just settle for whatever's dealt mm-hmm. to me. And then they sit back and let go of everything that they want because they don't want to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like people like it's okay to have hope. It's okay to like put yourself out there. It's okay yeah. to feel disappointment too. And I think that that was the one thing is I had to give myself permission to have hope yeah. and potentially be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yes. But like my hope, isn't rooted in the situation it's in like my identity and like that's gonna be there regardless of like how the situation plays out like oh this this career opportunity didn't work okay let's move on like Mm -hmm. that no will lead to my yes and who knows where I'll be or like that relationship didn't work out and it ended crappily or Mm -hmm. like that boyfriend I thought like you'd be with I'd be with now you're married to an amazing man now you're married to this amazing (laughs) man who believes in me more than I believe in myself so often like even though like looking back I'm like yeah like I was disappointed like I always like Luckily, I had hope that there's something greater and better for me. And, like, just because you feel disappointment doesn't mean you or your relationships were a failure. It just means it wasn't for you, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's this thing. I know uh, Brene Brown talks about it in, oh, Mm. man, what is the book? Uh, One of her books. (laughs) Sounds like like daring daring a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, The Gifts of Imperfection. So um, in that book, she talks about, you know, how parents sometimes will, like, you know, when they're tucking their kids in for sleep, for bed. Wow, I don't know. I can't get what it's on. For night-night time. For, like, the night-night time. <laughs> um, but they'll be, like, staring at them, being like, oh, I love you so much. And then in an in instant have the exact thought that's like, oh, man, what if you get ripped away from me? They have that fear. Oh, I And that it's called sometimes. foreboding joy. And basically mm. it's like, you know, foreboding joy is like, oh, well, if I if I hope too much, if I think like, yeah. if I mm. have this moment of overwhelming love and affection and joy in my life, mm. like, the fear is greater that things are going to be stolen from me or, mm-hmm. like, yeah. uh, like, so you actually might prevent yourself from having it. So, like, say you're disappointed, you're like, well, I'm just not going to feel that, le- I'm not going to yeah. let myself get mm-hmm. there anymore yeah. 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 Um, yeah. because you're like, well, it's going to, you know, the other shoe is going to drop, right? And so yeah. what we're saying is, like, and <laughs> Brene Brown breaks this up <laughs> with her research <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that you know, having that hope and letting yourself actually feel that joy um does not 
you know, take away from the pain if it actually does get ripped away from yeah. you. It yeah. really doesn't. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. like, to live with your heart forward. Open. And open. Yeah. And hopeful. Yeah. And hopeful. Yeah. And yes. ready to receive good things. Yes. It's like, <laughs> the way, I mean, ultimately, like, feel sad. Get through the disappointed. The disappointment, excuse me. <laughs> um, but, you know, just know that there is hope on the other side. And leading and loving and living that way yeah. is... Yeah ultimately the get back go. in the game get back in the game <laughs> <laughs> well we'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on how you've overcome disappointment even if you know if you want to just share like what you're going through right now we'd love to yeah. rally around you and like we are here to have mm-hmm. conversations so we'd love to hear from you in the comments below if you like this video please like it and uh, definitely subscribe to know about future episodes of truth be told and we'd love to see you on instagram Oh, we also have our giveaway. We're going to be announcing a next episode, so you have to tune in. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, to get the information for that, definitely check out a couple episodes back where we share all about our giveaway with Second Kind Beauty. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.